0: hello and welcome to we heard wonders the music podcast that's so fresh and so clean hey andrew how are you doing
1: hello i am very well how are you doing this week
0: i'm good i'm good i'm good just uh chillaxing as nobody says anymore yeah
1: absolutely i'm doing the same
0: <sighs> yeah it's been good man some sunny days but, uh bad but glasgow weather that you can be proud of
1: definitely definitely Let's introduce ourselves, shall we? Absolutely,
0: yes. After you, sir.
1: My name is Andrew. I buy records and write about them on Instagram at kidage 86
0: And everyone should follow Andrew on Instagram. If you are a person with Instagram, you should follow Andrew. There you go. My name's Ian. Um, I'm in Glasgow band uh, Deadline Shakes. And you can find us on all the social media places uh, at Deadline Shakes. So we've got a bumper episode today.
1: We do, yep. We have one of our wonderful interviews. Yes. Uh, joining us this week on the podcast is a relatively new group uh, called The Wife Guys of Reddit. That's such a cool name. Such a cool name, quite an intriguing name. Yeah. And um must say, we haven't done the interview yet. We're, we're going to be doing it straight after this. So... Well, I was going <laughs> to say,
0: should we pretend or no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, well, we don't, we don't actually know how many of the guys are going to turn up for the interview. But um, yeah, we we're looking forward to chatting to them about their new EP, which is out on Friday. Cool. and that we've uh, had a wee sneak preview
0: of yes we have listened to it uh, i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it at uh, uh, the um sent us a message on instagram uh like a month ago or something and we were both quite taken with the music and the look and everything straight away so yeah um it'd be cool to uh cool to chat to them and, and to get inside their heads a little bit um and they're also uh, a glasgow band i believe am i right they are they are, they are cool. absolutely so, so support local support local music yes yeah, support your local poet um so should we just dive straight in with this interview then
1: yeah let's do it let's uh, meet the purveyors of soupy rock as they call themselves <laughs> uh, the wife guys have read it
0: okay here we go so let's stir the pot and this is um this first track is called dude's rock yes indeed here we go
1: So that was Dude's Rock with an exclamation mark and it's a track from the wife guys of Reddit's EP, The Wife Guys Walk Into Oncoming Traffic and the EP is out on Friday and we are delighted to say that Arian and Neve from the band are on the podcast. Welcome guys.
2: Hello.
0: (laughs) Wow, this is so much energy. This is so much more than we normally have.
3: (laughs) We like
1: it. We like it. That's and just the joys of doing it at ten o'clock at night.
2: This is what happens. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of
2: uh the the demonic second manic- winds.
3: Yeah.
2: Or <laughs> third or fourth, whatever it's. <laughs>
3: <laughs> whatever wind you're on today, fellas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and yeah, so we
1: opened with Do's, Do's Rock. Uh, could you maybe explain a little bit about the inspiration for that track in particular?
2: So yeah, I mean the that song itself has been about for since probably around about the start of when we were playing as a four-piece. Yeah. Um, We played that when we did our Limbic TV stream back in summer last year.
3: Yeah, because obviously we formed during the Panny D, so um, (laughs) our our first sort of thing together as a four-piece was a live stream, which we had an hour to fill out tunes for, Mm. so we ended up playing some kind of a lot of songs that were maybe just kind of formed around maybe one sort of riff idea, yeah. and then just sort of
2: uh... something we could repeat and jam out for about half an hour, and then right. <laughs> that's
0: bold, <laughs> bold strategy.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. And, um, and since then, um, did rock itself? It's it's kind of evolved into having more than one section. It's gone
2: is... through some changes and things. It's the one that
3: survived the cut. Um... Yeah, <laughs>
2: it almost didn't make it, yeah. but. <laughs>
3: um and yeah uh, a lot of what we're talking about uh in this ep is uh i guess it's about throwing throwing uh i think i said throwing your caution and your tinfoil to the wind mm-hmm. so um we all know these kind of guys uh i think in the in the scene as well i think especially speaking as a as an afab person we know these guys in the scene that uh completely led by their bravado so it it kind of came out of that a wee bit but then there's also a weird kind of american psycho element to it i don't don't really know what's happening in it what do you take from it
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's cool i'll tell you what i take from it my my hot take straight away was oh look this is a cool glasgow band with things i understand like guitars and drums i really i really (laughs) like that element of it like it was it was felt very like real and approachable and kind of mm. funny too so yeah, yeah i thought it's cool
2: yeah i think your, your first mistake was saying cool but <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, actually i don't know what cool is so yeah you know, i can just throw it
3: around whatever yeah very sweaty and look warm
1: <laughs> i've heard you talk before about how a lot of your ideas are not kind of consciously thought out they just kind of come to you uh would this trip be an example of that then would you say like you're kind of just
2: yeah.
4: picking
2: up? Yeah, yeah. I would say so. I mean, when I when I first did the demo for this song, just some kind of you know instrumental MIDI drum sort of thing on my laptop. Um, I just it was just the two chords. It was just B to E, and I was like, okay, let's just try and keep this going for about six or seven minutes and see what happens. <laughs> and then some of the, some of the riffs and sense that you hear on the record were done in that and they went away and then they came back and yeah, (laughs) not really answering the question properly, but no. (laughs)
3: no. Yeah. And then I think, um, I think with the lyrics, you'd been singing some, just kind of, uh, for the, I'll give you an example as of the how well this live stream went, is uh, some of the lyrics we actually wrote on the train over to Edinburgh.
2: Yep. So... Well, when Niamh says we, she means she wrote them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the royal we.
2: And this was the entirety of one of the songs, from scratch with no ideas.
3: Yeah, so I think, this rock came, the lyrics originally came out uh, of that sort of thing so mm. it was more uh auto- like that automatic writing thing they used to do you know a spirit right. you know that's yeah, yeah. That's it. but it's 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 come a long way since the first draft i won't i won't uh... it's
2: it's gone from uh automatic writing from the top of your head to serial killer so that <laughs> is it's, like, it's a good progression
0: so how do you go from so sort of something which is like so spontaneous to then going all the way through to like making an actual ep and then promoting it and like where do you see this all going um
5: uh
2: lots of self-doubt um a bit of crying a bit of crying yeah. um
3: i don't know i think um especially in the pandemic i feel like a lot of our normal sort of creative avenues weren't there so it yeah. almost felt as if like you had to get something out like regardless if maybe you weren't you weren't maybe drafting it like 10 times and being like oh this is perfect yeah whatever but it was yeah. just more so we were all so cooped up it was that like, i need some way to mm. make things again to
2: create something yeah because yeah. obviously you you, you know you, when we were when we started making songs for the wife guys it was quite at the peak of when you couldn't go in and jam out with people and whatever you know we mm. the two of us we were like okay we just like want to make these songs and things and you know that's how I, I mean it's maybe not the reason why this stuff came about but it's probably a driving force as to how them the process <laughs> of which we put everything together. You know what I'm trying to say, yeah. but um... yeah.
3: I, and I think kind of it just formed into all four of us wanting to be a bit silly together, mm. and that's <laughs> I mean, that's one of the main driving forces behind it now. So yeah, it comes out and the wife goes walking down, coming trap. <laughs>
2: that's it.
1: I mean, one of the things I really like about the group is that kind of silliness, that kind of absurdist uh, streak that you've got, and mm. that kind of cliche free, um, you know. Way that you write songs, which I really enjoy, um, is is that kind of like a was that was that something that you just you kind of had the conversations about? You know, you want to write songs about things that other people aren't writing songs about, or is it just a bit more instinctive than that?
2: It's not. It in that way, it's not been uh, a conscious. We want to whatever anyone else is doing, we're going to not do that. That's <laughs> that's definitely not been something that we've vocalized to each other. But yeah. I think
3: yeah. I think our personalities are naturally very Um, Mm, S-posty and then uh, our keyboardist Angus, he does visual art as well and a lot of his stuff that he does is to do with the kind of concept of like silliness and whatever so that was a really good fit and our Lisa, our drummer, she's just an amazing sort of improviser and she really brings that sort of like free aspect to it as Mm. well so I don't know, I think it's just kind of everyone sort of stumbled together and then found out we had these things in common
2: <laughs> it's like the best and worst silly combination of four people that could that one could imagine yeah <laughs> to create stuff. so it's inevitable like even if we said no we're actually going to do our next dp is going to be as conventional as possible there will still be something <laughs> somehow like,
3: here's this amazing love ballad about like I don't know Pringles, Mothman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's always got to be some caveat. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a li- what's a live show like then for you guys? Uh, um,
3: unfortunate for us. Uh, a... <laughs> <yeah.
2: laughs>
3: <laughs> it's wow. it's loosey goosey. But yeah, <laughs> quite loosey.
2: I think uh, a lot of you know we we. Rehearse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quote unquote, we rehearse. <laughs> we rehearse our songs, you know, we all know what we're playing. But, you know, it's, there are some moments in the gigs where, you know, say for instance, I might decide to actually, I want to do this and I'll start singing something different, or we'll start... or at
3: least we'll be like, this is going to be bossa nova now. Yeah, (laughs) Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, a fair bit of jamming, where jamming's appropriate. Um, Some of the songs are quite quick and snappy, so we'll do quite a lot of songs bang 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 because arian has
3: terrible chat so this is the. (laughs) this is also to
2: avoid my terrible stage chat which which is always an inevitability with these gigs and so i will end up i've actually started talking about the weather quite a lot
6: it's
2: It's really bad i think also we played at the rum shack uh, a few weeks ago and i started talking about the the west end versus south side divides
3: like oh we've not played in the south side before and it's like this is this is terrible my dude <laughs> like, there, wasn't, like, there wasn't even a tumbleweed or anything no. it was just silent <laughs> you know <laughs> I, it's once fun,
2: play-
0: though, yes. I once played a gig uh on the day of the brexit vote oh uh, nice King oh. Tuts. and so we were all just standing at the front of the stage thinking what are we supposed to say like the only thing anyone wants to talk about is this, but we tried and uh, did yeah. Did you
2: did you talk about mm. it or?
0: Uh, well, I think uh, our singer said something along the lines of, um, "You know, did anyone have any anything to talk about today? Anything happening oh. in the news today? <laughs> something yeah. like that." You had to acknowledge it, basically.
3: Yeah, that's. Um, I think that Rumshack gig was uh, on the Roe versus Wade day, so I think chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like no. Similar. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. but. Yeah. yeah. I hate the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as part of this, we've asked you to s- select some music for us, and yes. uh, your first selection is an early OCs favourite. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, what made you pick this track?
3: Um, I think on this EP, we've definitely kind of. Uh, i think not with all of the songs but with some of them we've definitely leaned more into a psychedelic aspect and obviously that's something that overseas does uh, much better than we do Credit to their songwriting that you have no idea what John Dwyer is saying that entire song, and you're like, I'm right. gonna start crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
1: Just, yeah. Are, you, are you a fan of older catalogue, or is it the earlier stuff that you prefer? Or
2: I, there's not one song that we don't like. <laughs> Anything to do yeah. with John Dwyer, I will buy it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm. I, I've got friends that are that way, and I'm not far off that way. But yeah, I'm kind of drawing the line at some of the side projects at the moment. But yeah, all, all the OC stuff.
2: Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big Gong splat fan myself, but yeah, right, okay. <laughs> um, have, you, have you seen okay. them live quite a few times? We oh, we've, we've seen them twice. They played in Edinburgh and yeah. the QMU. Yeah. Um, as is... I mean, it was yeah,
3: <laughs> as you'd expect. Yeah, there's um. I, th- I think it was. Uh, oh yeah, it was the Edinburgh show that Bridget Dawson and the Mothers Network oh, yeah. before them. Yeah, and we were like, "Oh my God, she's gonna come out for a song!" You know, they're gonna do something from their, like classic lineup. Mm-hmm. And it just did not happen. <laughs> like...
2: Still a great gig though.
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah her solo stuff's
1: fantastic as well it's a, it's a really good <laughs> album
2: it's really good we yeah uh, because she, she had um the band sun watchers uh, playing as her backing band they also played in yes. the previous night yeah. big sun watchers fan as well they're really great yeah again i
3: i like um i think not maybe done it like a or kind of brought elements of that a wee bit into the ep it's just you know her voice she uses it completely as so she's just making sounds it is an instrument yes yeah again yeah. I, I just love i love when you can't tell people <laughs>
2: <best,
3: honestly>. yeah. <laughs> no like <laughs> yeah i
1: mean i love the interplay between you guys voices and um i think you know this new stuff is the most kind of um Kind of fully formed stuff that you've done so far, and and, and most kind of um, imaginative and and creative as well. I think with with the, with the four piece, mm-hmm. um, how has it changed uh, since you, since you got the other two members in?
2: <sighs> I mean, you don't have to listen to my terrible drumming. That's one thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was me that drummed on everything up until pig fat. Um,
3: <laughs> sorry if you've listened to. Uh, yeah, I mean it's
2: it's it's a world of difference, honestly. Just being able to work with, it, I mean. Obviously working with the other two is great, but then also just working as a as a full band as well is just just being able to practice the songs before
3: recording. And and... uh, like I said before, everyone really, really brings their because I think the there's there's while we still all have obviously music that we enjoy together like everyone comes from very different backgrounds yep. like uh fernie likes a lot uh, angus sorry our keyboardist <laughs> yeah. um he likes a lot of kind of folkier stuff and then elise likes a lot of jazz stuff so everyone's bringing in their sort of different influences and
2: mm.
3: yeah it's just it's just massively improved the sound.
2: It's yeah
3: yeah
1: cool hey uh, going back to john dwyer he's kind of half joke that his whole catalogue is based on Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and uh, you've picked another uh, actor that we're going to play in a bit that took her name from a manga. <laughs> I was just wondering, like, um, you know, this kind of idea of fandom and kind of cultures and subcultures—is that something that, that that you're kind of drawn to and you're interested in? And what are the what are some of those cultures that that are most uh, kind of inspired and influential for you?
2: Well, there's a few. Um...
3: <laughs> that's um, our our name. We actually got, uh, or it was uh, inspired by the King Gizzard subreddit. Um, <laughs> so that I I guess that's been a uh, formative uh, for us going forward. I think yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think this idea of how um, men sort of I will say men, but you know mostly men uh, oh. sort of act within these. Online communities has been quite a big influence on some of our songs as well, um, you know, whether it's the good or bad yeah. <laughs> um in terms of Actual Like fandom fandoms. I don't Nothing
2: it's runescape for me.
3: Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, did... <laughs> I did forget there was a whole room we, 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 the, the
2: the the, the the first line of the first song in the ep <laughs> is about <laughs> <escape>. <laughs> Um, oh
3: yeah, Magic the Gathering.
2: Oh, Magic the Gathering. Sorry, that
3: was a <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was a a weirdly big influence on uh, some of my lyrics for this mm-hmm. EP. Um, I used to play Magic the the Gathering uh, at school, so um, I don't know. I you know getting in touch with sort of your inner child over lockdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Some <gasps> weird stuff's been happening. I don't know. It's
2: our delayed regression release. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are also, I mean,
0: this doesn't work on a podcast, so I'll explain it out loud, but you're, you are sitting in front of a cardboard cutout of Will Ferrell.
2: No, no, no it's actually Will Ferrell. It's he's, actually he's Will Ferrell. A, he's been he's in the studio this whole time, yeah. Tell us a joke, <laughs> no, Will. Tell us a joke, no, Will. No. You're pure funny. <laughs> Santa, I know him! That's <laughs> no, not even funny. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, our, um, sorry, AP's coming out. On Friday, the 15th of July, but the EP launch is on Saturday, the 16th of July. The old hairdressers, coincidentally. But, but coincidentally or not, <laughs> it's actually so... on Will Ferrell's birthday. Mm. Um, so we actually planned like the whole band and everything in the release schedule was planned around Will Ferrell's birthday this year because he's
3: coming, so he's going to be at the
2: gig, yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you're,
1: you're gonna, <laughs> is, is it? Is it smart dress is that right you're going to be all wearing your touches and...
3: black tie yeah
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <Black> tie. Yeah. <laughs> well's going to be on stage the whole night in his attire so
3: champagne arrival um champagne
2: <laughs> upon arrival <laughs> what's That's the absolute what's the absolute best bow ferro performance you
1: say?
3: oh i like zoolander Aww. I
2: like Zoolander. Um
3: Zoolander's
2: Zoolander 2. Case. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be confident Zoolander no, 2. Definitely not Zoolander 2. Um oh I don't know. Uh what have I seen? Uh oh, the one um Oh, the one where he plays Emma Thompson's character. She's writing about him. Uh Life is Strange. Right. Stranger, yeah. than life the is, life is, Stranger than Fiction. Stranger than Life is Strange, what's that?
3: That's
2: a game. That's a game. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger than Fiction. that's a great fi- that was my favourite film for a while. Yeah, a but, um, but no the real Answer Zoolander.
3: There you go. Answer Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite Will Ferrell
2: film? Hmm, I'm going to say,
0: does he not do a sort of screen stealing turn in that awful film Wedding Crashers? Um oh, And he yeah. shows up at the end and he shouts about meatloaf a lot.
2: Oh nice! <laughs> oh and <in>
3: Will. Wow!
2: <laughs> I hope that was unscripted and Will just like jumped in front of the camera to stop to talk about meatloaf. <laughs> well, in
3: my mental I
2: think break. so, <laughs> think so. Yeah. What like you,
1: Andy? out of hell. Um, I would go Stranger Than Fiction as well. I've not seen that in a while, but I loved it at the time.
3: Good film. The thinking man's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <That is.
2: laughs> the popular choice, Elf. The thinking man's choice, Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> the, the controversial choice, Zoolander. Thank
3: you. <laughs> uh,
1: we'll go on to your second choice of music. Uh, we've got H. Hawkline uh means too much. or means that much, sorry. Um... Why did, why did you pick this one? I think he's an absolutely fantastic, really underrated
2: uh, H- musician, actually. H. Hawkline is the man.
5: They say that love can. The Pelican
3: Is a perfect album honestly, <laughs> for the
2: <a> start. <laughs> that voice, honestly.
3: Yeah. Um, I think we got into eight Shot line through Aldous Harding, I think a lot of people have. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, Angus he, he 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 had an absolute <laughs> wild <laughs> obsession with Aldous Harding um maybe a few months ago yeah last year um so we were just kind of looking more into her catalogue and kind of just looking at um the credits and stuff and we're like oh this is a cool name H Hawkline and then bam wow. perfect album you, <laughs> you lived up yeah. to the hype <laughs> yeah um yeah I don't know I think um I think on the EP, you maybe kind of hear echoes of something like this on maybe Gloria, um, for example. Um, yeah, we rarely have uh, chorusy choruses in our songs, and um, similarly, it means that much. I I feel like the chorus almost sneaks up on you you Mm. you you only realize it's sort of happening when you're halfway through it and i just love like how smoothly he can just sew together a song it's just yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i think that's uh, a great line has like quite a quite a really like strong image and he's like super photogenic as well and 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 all that sort of stuff and when I'm looking at your press release, I'm seeing I'm seeing a similar sort of thing as well. Like uh, there's that picture. Of the what are you saying? What I'm trying to do is give a compliment. But there we go. I'll try, I'll try harder. Um but yeah, but you,
3: you guys have, you, when,
0: when you guys uh when, when we first started chatting oh, uh, and I looked at your press release, it was one of the first things that stuck out to me was like, Oh, these guys look really, really cool, look like a band, and um that's that's a big that's a big deal, I would say
2: it's our praise
0: <laughs> it's, it's part
2: of the battle uh, yeah. so if you look like a group definitely people are gonna think you're a group uh, so yeah well yeah. we
3: look like rex the rest of the time apart from like, the <laughs> hour every, every year we do it for a photo shoot yeah.
2: so. we actually did four photo shoots that day so we're gonna stretch them out yeah, for the next yeah. couple of years <laughs> oh cool
3: yeah, you only need to do a full face of makeup like once a year. It's great. No you know, problem. just do all your photoshoots in one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where well, was that that you did the the shot for the, the front cover of the EP? You
2: that know, was at the of top above? of the at the top of the QMU. The Queen Margaret Union. Okay.
3: Queen Margaret Union.
2: Yes, um good old Bob let us use the Shout the roof. out to Bob. Shout out to Bob, uh, let us use the roof. Um, and yeah, just really nice, it was lovely weather Uh, started raining just before we were going to take the photos Uh, it wasn't forecast, thank you BBC weather Um, (laughs) uh, but we are very happy with the the yeah, shoot.
3: George McFadden, who took the photos, is just yeah. criminally underrated. Fantastic like, photographer. Check out the rest of his stuff. It's mm. just wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I think it's a, at underscore George McFadden on Instagram for anyone looking for mm. some for some snappy snaps. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's great. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we That's did the the in- indoors as well. the The balcony at the top of the QMU as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, your third choice uh was one that I was really pleased uh, to see. And uh, they are a band that I'd kind of seen their name, but I've never actually explored them before. So I've I've really I'm really pleased that you brought them in and I've had a great time the last few weeks just kind of watching their videos and listening to their records. So it's and as a Glasgow outfit, uh Aruse Yatsura. Hmm. Um what is it about them that, that you like so much?
2: They're rocking <laughs> <laughs> Um, they really
1: do, they, and they, they look like a group as well. Like when yeah. they're, they're kind of po- posing, kind of Velvet Underground style in their videos and stuff like that. Just really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. very
3: nineties. It's
2: just yeah, show. oh, they're brilliant.
3: Yeah, that's we actually hadn't heard of them until uh, fairly recently either. Um, it was uh, Stoff uh to reference them in a in a, a review of us. Um, I don't, I can't remember these, I quote, um, and then we're like, oh, that's a cool name, let's check him out, and then Arian just got completely... <laughs> Very much <in laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: because, I mean, Plastic Ashtray had come up in a Spotify radio for me, like, mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago or something, and I liked it, but I hadn't, I hadn't got into them at all afterwards uh, and their their stuff isn't on spotify it's only on their band camp <laughs>
3: it's only on <a> band camp <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i just went through a big spree of getting it all and they're they're brilliant absolutely brilliant they've got a lot of great live albums uh one of which of them playing at the 13th note with an introduction from alex capranos which is quite nice right um
3: yeah, yeah. yeah and it's um i was reading some interviews from them because i'm one of these- people just (laughs) like (laughs) I need to consume everything that's ever been written about them Um, and uh, I think it was Graham Graham, a great interview with Graham Kemp uh, from the band and he was talking a lot about how like they have kind of this idea of silliness in their band and this is was this I maybe only read this like a few weeks ago or something. I was like, that's great. You, you know, you just naturally sort of go like moth to a flame to the things you'd like, and then you're like, Oh, you're just idiots like us too.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apart from the, the, the EP launch, have you got any other live dates coming up? i noticed you're playing some festivals and things like that in the summer.
2: Yeah, we got we got Belladrum happening um, at the end of July. Yeah, 30th. The 30th of July, which we're really excited for. Yeah. Uh, we're
3: we've... playing Central Belters in August with uh, Beige Banquet, and then we're playing Left to the Dial in October as well, which is over in the Netherlands, which will be <laughs> Exciting. We're looking
2: forward to playing in Rotterdam. Yeah.
3: Rotterdam. <laughs> or
2: anywhere we- else.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, that's it, finished. That wasn't a rehearsal. That wasn't rehearsed, that wasn't it, rehearsed. No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> the desk is okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah we got that. Uh, there'll be a couple of other things as well. Um,
3: Ooh, cryptic. <laughs> oh,
2: but if you want, to I don't know if this is turning into a gig plugging segment, but it is now. Yeah, uh, if you're yeah. wanting to catch us in Glasgow, <laughs> Saturday the sixteenth of July is your chance. We're never playing Glasgow again, so
3: <laughs> we're gonna have right, Peter okay. Pat, we're gonna have binges, we're gonna have some paintings up from our own Angus. So there's it's there's be absolutely a no time. excuse to
2: miss it, really. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna have black tie as well i mean exactly yeah black ties
3: black ties plural
2: black ties, <laughs> Multiple yeah.
3: black ties we're just gonna have a big
2: sack of black ties and throw them at people yeah you
3: don't get a wristband when you come in you get a <laughs> black, black tie
2: that's <laughs> I mean, how you wish <laughs> going back to the the belladrum
1: uh, festival i don't know if you've seen this tweet about um the lineup and they were saying that like eight, over 80 percent of the lineup is male hmm. uh, there's one female and two mixed groups which i take take it you'll be one of them so i was just wondering if you had a kind of view on that or just kind of representation in, in festivals more generally
3: Yeah, i think it i think it's
2: They make it very serious yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one yeah. i mean there's there's plenty of great acts that you know are are, are wanting to play festivals and,
3: but equally, you know, I think people who have historically been very underrepresented um, in this country, you know, it'd be good to see, good to see more space for them. Um, hmm. yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know, yeah, is 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 it is yeah. <laughs> oh andrew I mean, and
0: i, I, I... We, we we've interviewed and and listened to like i don't know how many amazing female or or etc bands you know all the way through through the year like uh mm. who, who interviewed susan Bear recently
3: mm. um right. it
0: yeah. so cool uh, on a on a festival stage and then there's um jill lorion and, and, and lizzie reed and so like i mean yeah. i don't know i don't yeah. know why if i presume they are doing festivals but the, the the belladrum thing might just be um they're just sticking with what they know Which is Mm. all right, but I mean,
1: yeah the whole point is it's supposed to be new talent I think that's the, yeah. the idea and then somebody said oh maybe they've looked at all the new talent and that's just who there is but you, you just can't believe it's that. just is, that's just not the case it's just not, not.
2: I don't, that's I don't know absolutely I insane <laughs> that's so funny. this is the only this is the only talent
3: <laughs> we found three eh, for yeah the... exactly that's
0: yeah. it summing up
6: you guys <laughs> your
0: band <laughs> only snuck your band only snuck in because the name guys is in your band uh, name. Uh, otherwise no chance <laughs> That's well, it.
3: um it's uh if you've not listened to King Wayne who are also playing Belladrum um mm. they are they are insanely fantastic. good. Yeah, it's kind of a chip right. chip uh like video game sort of stuff mm. but they they both incorporate a lot of uh choreography into their performance um and very energetic yes yeah.
2: highly charged
3: that's that's what we want to be seeing yeah at a festival yeah, yeah i want to and be seeing people jumping about they're playing the, the same
2: place. day as us they're playing two acts after us so
3: yeah
2: we'll be sticking about for them yeah but, cool
3: nice
1: one yeah and what's, what's next to you guys will it be another ep do you think or are you gonna shoot for an album next time
2: Disbanding. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, along with me. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna get through this one first, um, and we'll we'll see where, where it takes us. I mean, we've...
3: yeah, I think um, Elise has finished. She's graduated. Everyone, clap for Elise! Yay! Yeah. Um, so we're gonna have uh, more time to just jam some kind of weirder stuff out now. So yep. looking forward to seeing where that goes to you know might might come back with our big band album we'll see
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're going to the next the next thing we do we're not gonna set ourselves any dates or deadlines for anything before it's finished um uh which is always an issue that i've had i've got better as the releases have gone on but um this time we're just gonna we're just gonna write we're gonna jam we're just gonna see what comes out we've got some ideas happening already um, big words, big words. Well, I don't want to
0: set you a deadline, but Steve Carell's birthday is actually on the 16th of August. So, we want to try and get <laughs> oh, an album wait. out before the oh ended.
3: okay, that's that's, yeah, that's, no only, that's only a month,
2: yeah, that's, yeah.
3: That's, that's ages,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of new music, something like that, which form it takes, we don't know yet. Whether it's a single EP album, whatever, probably not an album, but um,
3: who knows? I mean,
2: we don't, um. <laughs>
3: I'm bold of you to assume we've thought past next week, but...
2: Yeah, that, GIGS Live Jam, GLJ. <laughs> as they say, <laughs> that you know, acronym. GIGS Live Jam, GLJ. Oh, right, okay. I
3: did not get that. <laughs> Sorry. That's it, well, really. Listen, yeah.
2: guys, I hope you have
0: massive success with this EP and your festival performances and your you. launch night on Saturday as
2: well. Thank Looking you. forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Tell everyone yeah, the launch night is again. Give it one more plug. So the launch night is on Saturday. This Saturday, the sixteenth of I was about to say September, July. Like Saturday the sixteenth of July at the old hairdresser's with Benjuice, Peter Cat artwork by Angus Ferney, and of course the wife guys are Reddit. And why are we there? Not to celebrate the release of our EP. <laughs> no, to celebrate the birthday of Mister Will Ferrell
3: please don't ever invite him to do that again
2: (laughs) i'm gonna clip it i'm gonna clip it oh no
3: (laughs) can we edit this bit oh no (laughs) thanks guys thank you yeah
1: thanks so much
0: So that was Gloria in Excelsis Deo by the uh, quite funky wife guys of Reddit. And uh, how was the interview for you,
1: Andrew? Um, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, a car crash. Uh, I can't believe it didn't happen.
0: Delete is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I it feels like we're sort of letting people know how the sausage is made here, but we actually obviously still haven't <laughs> conducted the interview. So, uh, so yeah, I hope it went well uh here's to us doing that interview um so anyway let's get on with the uh, rest of the podcast today so we have a new music podcast slightly truncated to to fit in our uh our interview uh who's up on the schedule today Andrew
1: yeah we've got new tracks from Killer Mike Automatic not to be confused with The Automatic and BKO cool no one wants
0: to be confused with The Automatic definitely not
1: especially in <laughs>
0: 2022 <laughs> indie landfill um right so i think we're going to um we're going to listen to this new killer mike track i've been a fan of killer mike for a while um i remember way 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 back he had a song called adidas um, yes uh which was very 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 cool i can't remember when that was that must have been like two th- 2000ish i would say what do you think
1: 2003 2003 yeah that makes yeah.
0: sense um so since then i've always kind of had half an eye out for for killer mike like i've heard him on outcast records and run the jewels and stuff and here he is with um <coughs> well the first voice you're going to hear is actually um comedian dave chappelle and later on the track we're going to have a uh, young thug but uh, this is killer mike's new single uh run here it is
7: Mike, the one thing about being a nigga in America, it's like storming a beach in Normandy. Guy gets popped, another guy goes, another guy falls. Just gotta keep going. Gotta keep storming that beach, nigga, you gotta keep running. Ain't no rhyme or reason why it's not you on the ground, but as long as it's not, we'll keep your feet underneath you. Keep them moving. Ain't no time to be scared. And even if you are, what fucking difference does it make? Run, nigga. Keep going. You're just as heroic as those people that storm the beach. So what's the excuse? I'm not good enough. I did something wrong. I'm not perfect. Nobody asks anyone to be perfect. We just ask them people to be honest. You're a leader. Lead. Don't be afraid. We got your back like the motherfucking
8: horizon, man. God don't like ugly, I ain't one to judge. Whole, whole lot of gold, cute with a ton. Say I kept it solid when it's all said and done. All I know is keep going, run, nigga, run. Mama told me never fold, run, nigga, run. Like Jenny told Forrest Gump, run, nigga, run. The race for freedom ain't won, run, nigga, run Run, run. Had to make it out the red clay, run, nigga, run run. The west side of Atlanta, yeah, that's where I'm from Outside, our hands on like a glove Moving like my nigga Nori, eating on the run Run, run, run. Still an underground king and that's worth the bun Locked in like Rice Creek without a bun Playing with the power way before LeBron. Right. My wife was born a redhead, but now she a blonde. Right. Politicians lie, and your favorite rapper is a con. Right. Don't check for me without a check for me. That's a hun. Lewis. All the L's I wear is followed by my ton. Lewis. Get money and the power, teaching why they young. Hm. Blessed to make it out the slum. Run, nigga, run. 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 All I know is keep. Run, nigga, run. Run, run, run. Mama told me never fold. Run, nigga, run. Run, run, run. Like Jenny told Forrest Gump. Run, nigga, run. Run, run, run. The race to freedom ain't won. Run, nigga, run. Before the score to one that never won. Boy, hurt feeling going on. Beat the art like a drum. Run, 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 run nigga, run. Run run, 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 run. run, run, nigga, run.
4: I put some brand new my gel on my bitch, thinking the same, but ain't banking the same. I put some brand new my gel on my bitch, thinking the same, but ain't banking the same. I put a brand new flat rest on her wrist. I bought that bitch a new print, Jane This a bigger boat, we ain't sinking the same. This PJ, but not on the same plane. Yeah, yellow diamonds like the sun, and I keep it one on one. Run, trappin' out of my son. Now nigga on the grind. Now nigga shootin' fun. I keep this shit on the tight rope. On the PJ with no night clothes. We just have for eyes tight though. Fast tight I find the chair like a typo. Rescue the trenches, all of the kiddies. We gon' escape on the yacht, boy. We can't wait like big pun, run, nigga run. Installin' this shit in my son, run, nigga run.
8: All I know is keep going, run, run nigga, nigga run. Run. run Mama told me never fold, run, run, nigga, run. 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 run Like Jenny told Forrest Gump, run, run nigga, run. 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 run The waste to freedom ain't won, run, run nigga, nigga, run, run. It's for the one that never one Hurt feeling going on no. Beat the odd like a drum, drum. Run, run, nigga, run. Run, run, nigga, run. run, run, nigga, run Run, run, nigga, run Run, run, nigga, run
1: So that was our first new track for today. That was Color Mike and Run. Uh, so Ian, as you were suggesting there, uh, Color Mike, he's a rapper, actor activist from Atlanta, Georgia, been doing this a while. You know, easily best known now for those uh, four records that he's done in quite quick succession with uh, LP has run the jewels. You know, they've become very kind of prominent and popular and very kind of powerful in in the the hip hop scene uh, in quite a short period of time with those records. And uh, this track run is the first new music that he's made under the name Killer Mike since his 2012 album which was uh, produced uh, entirely by LP in 2012, and for my money, it's still the best thing that they've done. Yep. as a collaboration, I think, but it's a fantastic record. It is a cool record. Um, and yeah, we don't know if this is going to be the first taste of an album or if it's just a kind of standalone track, but um, here it is. And I'm pleased that we're playing the version with uh, Dave Chappelle. It's interesting mm. on the streaming services and stuff, they've, they've left that kind of one-minute monologue off the start. Um, and I think that's quite a strange decision because, in many ways, it kind of, you know, it kind of uh, lays out the whole kind of ideas and the themes and the message of the track. Yeah. Uh, in that first minute, and I don't know if Killer Mike really does anything to add to it in, in the three minutes that kind of uh, follows it. Really? <laughs>
0: Maybe not. Dave Chappelle I, I, is a, Dave Chappelle's incredible, isn't he? I mean, he yeah. really is, yeah. I watch. Yeah, him, I mean, just I just this idea
1: time. of like. Comparing, uh, being a black person in America to being, um, like storming the beach in Normandy—you know—that yeah. kind of idea of a war. Um, and yeah, I mean, he says that there's there's no rhyme or reason why it's not you on the ground. So he's kind of they're kind of like trying to make it out as if it's like, it's that kind of idea of kind of you know all black people are kind of in this experience together. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a suggestion that anybody that gets that kind of puts their head above the parapet. I feel like they're kind of got a target on their back. Well, yeah, um, and I, th- I think it's just like any any person that's all the people that are involved in this track. I think they feel as if they are being targeted in some way, and they're kind of speaking from personal experience a little bit on this track. So you've got Killer Mike, Dave Chappelle, and uh, Young Fug as well on the track. Well, and young Fug's all... in jail right now. <laughs> he is. is yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and in, di- in the different ways, they kind of feel that they're trying to be silenced or shut down or cancelled. In some or imprisoned in some way, um, so like you know, Killer Mike. We, we kind of talked. We talked about him before in relation to that Robert Glasper track, uh, "Black Superhero," that he mm-hmm. was featured on. Yeah, um, and we were talking about the fact that he's very kind of outspoken in terms of political issues and uh, the black experience in America. Uh, but he's been, he's kind of um, been criticizing the media uh, more recently for trying to stitch him up and trying to paint him as a kind of hypocrite. Um, around some comments that he made about defending black gun ownership. Mm -hmm. So I think he kind of feels that he's kind of, as I say, he's got a kind of target on his back. Uh, Dave Chappelle's had to deal with a lot of criticisms and calls to to have his uh, Netflix shows um, cancelled and uh, removed. Um, So I think that kind of, that that line in his monologue, I'm not perfect, nobody asked anybody to perfect. We just asked people to be honest. I think that's kind of pointed at people that would maybe criticise him. Yeah, and then as you say, you've got young young Fug who is currently uh, in prison on uh, gang charges. Yeah, which um, and
0: his he, imprisonment has come as a result of lyrics that he's rapped in his in his music previously, um, and he's been recode to use that old uh, the old American cop show terminology. Uh, right. So it's where you get recode is where you get arrested with a bunch of other people and all charged with the same crime at the same time. Um, so rather than being individually charged, I think it's group, like charges as a group.
1: That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So in the video, there's a, there's a soldier who's waving a white flag and it says, Free Fug, Protect Black Art, and Free Gunner. Uh, and Gunner's another uh, rapper that's imprisoned, as you say, yeah. at the same time for the similar charges. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's very clear where they are coming from in terms of um, supporting. Um, Young Thug and supporting people that they kind of see is like them, I guess. Yeah.
0: I mean Young Thug, uh, whether you like his music or you don't, and maybe some people listen to podcasts are not familiar with Young Thug at all. He has a very like unique sound and unique voice, um, yeah. and is often imitated now, I think. Like when you hear a lot of people, um, a lot of rappers, um, they have that really sort of vocoded uh sort of half singing, half drawling, half rapping kind of sound. Yeah. Uh, Young Thug's been doing that for quite a long time. So um so yeah, an interesting and quite a with that monologue on the start, it's quite this is quite a powerful track. Really like uh the production on the track from No ID as well. It's quite um feels a little bit retro in a way. Yeah. Um, but then obviously it's like right up to date with the with the message that, that that's coming across. And obviously Young Thug's talking about being targeted and you know, being imprisoned, and that's literally what's happening right now. Um, and I believe that the track was released on Independence Day as well, July the 4th. So um, they're obviously after a political message with this one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the sample that they've used. Uh, that uh, Dennis Brown and Augustus Pablo track called Spirit of Emoja. And I think, yeah, I think, the, as you say, the production is really, really good. On it. Killer Mike's delivery, it's got that kind of free flowing momentum that kind of mm. mirrors that kind of idea of running and moving forward. Yeah, but it's maybe not the most impassioned. It's not his strongest, no.
0: It's not his strongest.
1: And then some of the some of the lines as well, just some of the references, like to Forrest Gump, Louis Vuitton. I don't know. They just feel a little bit uninspired to me.
0: It does a bit, doesn't it? Which is which is it's so strange for um, for Killer Mike, who usually is so good at seizing the moment and being so insightful and incisive particularly if you hear him doing any public speaking mm-hmm. um, so he, he must be going for something here that maybe I just maybe I just don't get or, or whatever I don't know but uh, yeah no I agree with you I think that's I think you're right on the money with that critique there cool so that's Killer Mike then I think is it it is yeah all right. or is it no it is oh andrew you're a young thug i think (laughs) um okay so that takes us on to our next track um which is a bit different i would say um so this new track is called uh, venus hour um the artist is automatic and it's from a record called excess let's have a listen So that is the very cool track "Venus Hour" by um, Automatic, and uh, I really enjoyed this one, uh, Andrew. But this is an artist I have never heard of before. Female three piece, I think I'm right in saying. Um, so uh, if you've got the details, man, let's let's hear it.
1: Yeah, no problem. So the automatic, well, like I said, the automatic. Automatic <laughs> is uh, is a three piece from LA. So you've got Izzy Glodini on Simpson vocals, Lola Dompe on drums and vocals, and Haley Saxon on bass and vocals. Um, and uh, they've been kind of going about on the LA DIY scene uh, since 2017. Uh-huh. And uh, they are signed to Stones Throw Records, which do a lot of really interesting experimental hip hop stuff normally. But Anything kind of groove based, they can release as well, and this is definitely would definitely fall under that bracket, I think. Um, and they've toured with uh Tame Impala, Parquet Courts, Idols. They've also been um, an opening act for Bauhaus. Um, and their daughter, oh sorry, their drummer, Bauhaus's drummer, um, is the father of Lola Dompe, who's the drummer in in this outfit as well. Oh. Okay, I've got some good, good genes there in terms of a uh, rhythm section. Cool. And uh, yeah, as you say, this is a track from their just released second album called Excess. And uh, yeah, I would agree. I think this is a really funky little number.
6: Yeah,
0: it's got a lot of um, kind of garagey, kind of grungy energy that I really like. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Did you watch the music video for this one?
1: Um, I did, yeah, yeah. It's it's very kind of stylized.
0: Oh, it? super cool! Yeah, it's it's a kind of mix of like music you could imagine being made in a garage with a sort of quite stylistic, um, and and kind of highly ordered, uh, you know, art direction. And I really like that combination of things. Like it, really, really works well together. Um, if anyone hasn't seen the video or, or doesn't watch the video, um, I recommend that you do. The three members of the band are dressed, um, in like different eras they have different costumes so one's like from the 30s one's from the 60s one's from the 90s um and the whole thing is kind of like uh fuzzy and and you know it's 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 a it's a cool cool thing and it i think it really it's not often i talk about a music video this this uh this much uh instead of the track but i do think that the two marry up really really well and make a kind of like cool cool package so um yeah yeah, go and have it go and have a watch of that this week if you haven't already seen it
1: Yeah, they're named after uh, a track from the Go Go's, um, you know, power power pop new wave group uh, from the the early 80s. And I think they're definitely pulling from that era, that kind of uh, post punk, uh, dance punk, uh, no wave type of stuff. So, like, Mm -hmm. if they can, like, so the Go Go's, ESG, B 52s, things like that. Yeah, I think they're definitely, there's definitely a bit of that. Just to name the Automatic as well. And uh, they've got a track called Humanoid on the first album, which is about, you know, a like part human, part robot kind of thing. And I think there's definitely some kind of, you know, kind of retro sci-fi punk thing going on. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. And that's just, that goes with the, the album cover as well, which went... When I saw it, it's just a little uh, thumbnail on Spotify. I wasn't quite sure what it was. And then when I saw it blowing up, I was like, whoa, okay. Have you seen that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm hurriedly Googling it right about now. Hold on, let okay. me have a look. You're going to get my reaction. Maybe you could describe
1: time. what you what you see.
5: Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> I'll do my
0: best.
1: Um, so what I'm looking at here... <laughs> do you know tell you I, something I, I don't know if it's sorry i don't know if it's kind of linking like, of into that idea of venus i don't know if it's you know in some way but some kind of like modern version of the venus yeah, maybe yeah. i don't know
0: yeah well it's it's like um it's like a big pair of big metal tits isn't it really? That's <laughs> what's going on there yeah but it is it's obviously a very sort of like feminine attractive shape but then it's in silver it's like metallic and it's Highly reflective. So there's like you can see the sky in the background. And then there's like all these hands and sort of distorted faces all over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And the font is the worst like 80s metal font ever. Um, which is which is super cool as well. So it's a really cool <laughs> cover. A really cool cover. it makes me think of um makes me think a little bit of the first strokes record for some reason. Um yeah. Now obviously they don't look anything like each other, but just that sort of like um you know that's
1: in in your fierceness of it yeah zoom in smell the glove
0: yeah part of a female anatomy zoomed right in so it's kind of not really offensive or anything but it's also kind of highly sexualized um so yeah well good for them good for them i believe they are dressed in that costume one of them during uh some other photo shoot or whatever um you're googling okay, yeah. mileage may vary i don't know um <laughs> yeah that's cool so uh good on them that's a super cool track um and who knows maybe we'll be hearing a bit more of them i think they could be someone
1: who they could definitely do a tour of the uk and i would go and see them i think so yeah and i think you know one of the one of those tracks could easily sync up on you know some soundtrack or, other or something i think they've definitely got potential to do something like that 100 percent. so yeah very cool.
0: Cool man. All right, so let's move ourselves on to our final new track of the week. Um, this is an artist again I- I've never heard of before, um, but not a particularly widely known artist. Would I be right in saying that? I'm not doing them a disservice, Emma.
1: That's probably fair to say. Yeah. Yes. I- I've only recently uh, become aware of them, but I like what I hear.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to listen to uh, BKO, and we're going to listen to BKO's track i Andrew. So the first few seconds into this BKO track, I thought I know what we're about here. We've got a bit of African rock music, um, which has been one of the main things that I've really enjoyed learning about this year, doing this podcast with you. So uh, these guys aren't super well known, but um, that might be about to change.
1: Uh, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I I really enjoy this track. Um, Just just the groove in it. And there's a little bit of fuzz to those guitars that I find quite irresistible as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I hope you're I hope you're right. I hope this does find a bit of an audience. Yeah. Um I'd imagine it kills live as well, like imagine a bit like a festival or something like that. It would just go off. Yeah. So uh yeah. So if I could give you a bit of background to it, BKO are uh quintet uh from Mali. Uh, so the BKO uh, of their name is the international abbreviation for Bamako Airport in Mali. So so yeah. So so that's where that comes from. Cool. And as you said, this track here is Bamako as well. And um, yeah, they've said with this uh, record in particular, they're trying to combine the guitar sound of uh, Agriot. So Agriot is a West African historian, storyteller, and musician. So they're trying to combine the guitars of that with the lute of Bamako Hunters. So it's that kind of idea of combining... Uh, the modern and the ancient and wow. pulling from sort of different parts of Mali, I guess, yeah. and different parts of Mali tradition and combining them together, mashing them together and bringing in maybe some some more kind of Western influences as well in terms of uh, the rock music that they may be drawing from. But I think it's just a really cool, as I say, groovy, funky, fuzzy um, combination. I really, uh, really enjoy it
0: absolutely is. I'm going to give a big shout out to um, whoever BKO's guitarist is here because um, it really does sound a bit Hendrix-y um, and it's got like that sort of pentatonic, bluesy bending and and stuff which I do like and every guitarist likes because we go, hmm, I could probably do that and it sounds cool. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed uh, their playing. Reminded, the guitar playing reminded me a little bit of M'du Moktar, Um yeah, I, but less frenetic, you know, a, a little bit more locked into the groove. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a really super cool track and it has a nice, like, easy, bouncy energy to it. Like, it's got a nice nice groove. Um, you know, it's not like a hard, like you know to the floor groove it's a nice bouncy gentle thing really really lovely bass playing on this as well so yeah so this is another one of those amazing african rock tracks andrew that i would have never known even existed um and hopefully this podcast has been an encouragement to folk to to realize that like there are continents worth of music out there that we know nothing about and we should go and seek out what's cool
1: good yeah i'm really pleased that you that you enjoyed it and yeah i really hope that that people got something out of it as well and check out check out some more Malian music this week. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, okay, so that leads us into our uh longstanding uh final element of our podcast, which is the vinyl word. Um, for those of you who don't know, the vinyl word is where Andrew goes to his extensive vinyl collection and pulls something out of his archive that links up with something that we've been listening today, listening to today. Um, and I'm obviously filling time while he gets his notes together and gets ready to do this. Um we uh if we, we're living by your support guys here. So we the messages you send, you know, when you double click or uh, our posts on Instagram, all of that stuff really matters. So send us messages, send us ideas, we love it. Um you can private messages, text us, email us, whatever. Um please continue to do that. If you feel like you can support the show financially, then you can. Just go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash we heard wonders, where you can buy us a couple of coffees. And all of that goes to the ongoing running costs of uh this music podcast. So, Andrew, the vinyl word, what have we got this
1: week. Yes. Uh so for this week, I was thinking about uh, you know, the the automatic track uh, Venus hour. So I was thinking about Venus. Um, I had that incredible cover uh, imprinted in my memory <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and um you know so i was thinking about venus so that drew me towards um the track venus um you know a uh, massive seller by banana rama absolutely originally done by shocking blue so this a uh, dutch group called shocking blue yeah um who uh, who i really really like um They're one of those groups, I would say, probably The Greatest Hits is probably the way to go. So that's what I've got. I've got The the Greatest Hits of Shocking Blue. Yeah. Um, And they've got some absolute colour tracks. So they got uh, the original Venus is fantastic. Uh, They did the original version of Love Buzz as well, which uh, Nirvana did an amazing version of. Yeah. And uh, there was just certain tracks that were never on albums that were just amazing as well. So there's a track called Send Me a Postcard. And the track that I've chosen to, to play us out with today is called Hot Sands. Um, and this was this was a track that I'd probably first heard on um, a Cherry Stones compilation, um, who is Cherry Stone's amazing uh, DJ who, who puts together these, um, these compilations of found nuggets that are really kind of breaks worthy, really funky stuff. And uh, yeah, I've just always really enjoyed the, the kind of killer guitar on this track. And I thought this would be a fun way to see us out today.
0: It certainly is. It's a super cool track. So uh yeah. Well, that just leads us on to saying goodbye to everyone this week. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed a killer interview with the wife guys have read it. Fingers crossed, I think so, probably. <laughs> um, and the new music tracks and a vinyl word. So uh yeah, we'll catch you later, guys. See you next week, guys.
6: My dear wins.